نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد ان صحابي كيم تو رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم and he inquired that there's so many things to be done so what do i do to try and keep up with it's not generally possible for a person to do everything in terms of the additional amal so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi said to him that la yazalu lisanuka ratban min dhikrillah keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of allah taala so this is the lesson that nabi sallallahu alaihi gave him to keep the tongue moist with the remembrance of allah taala when the tongue is engaged in saying something then it generates some moisture meaning the saliva that is the expression here that when the tongue will be moving in the zikr of allah taala then that will be kept moist due to the zikr rather than being kept moist by just idle talk by things that are of no benefit so what is that at whatever time a person can be reciting something some tasbih some zikr some good should be on his tongue encouraging somebody towards righteousness that should be an ongoing thing any time of the day any time of the night this is part of a mu'min's life this is how he conducts himself this is his day and night but apart from this general guideline that nabi sallallahu alaihi gave us to keep our tongues moist in the remembrance of allah taala at all times there are specific tasbihat specific azkar etc that have been taught for various specific occasions so obviously these have very special virtue because they have been specially taught by rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam for those occasions so among these tasbihat is what we recite after the farz salah the tasbih which we generally term as tasbih fatimi so this tasbih the background to this the some poor sahaba came to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they presented their dilemma their dilemma was what that we don't have the wealth that the more wealthy sahaba have and as a result we are falling behind falling behind in what falling behind in dunya we can't enjoy the luxuries that they have that was their concern their concern was that we are unable to spend in the path of allah taala in the acts of generosity that they managed to fulfill so we are also performing salah they perform salah they are doing various other amal which we also do but this is something we can't compete with them the competition was to get closer to allah taala the month of ramadan also in one hadith sharif rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says Allah Taala watches and he boasts about his servants to the malaika so faaru min allahi khairan so show allah taala your good and allah taala boasts about the competition of his servants tanafusihim this competition is beloved to allah taala not to put somebody else down but to try and do better to get closer to allah taala 
So this was their concern that we falling behind in righteousness, in the sense that getting closer to Allah Ta'ala through this avenue. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to them, you recite after every first salah, ten times Subhanallah, ten times Alhamdulillah, ten times Allahu Akbar. Somebody spending all the wealth he can, cannot reach the rank of what you will attain. Now how much of time does it take to recite these tasbihat ten times each? Hardly anything. No time in fact. But such a tremendously great reward. So in any case they went away and after some time they came back. Said that this is something which we are practicing on. But the wealthiest have also learned this. We are also practicing on it. So Nabi Islam said to them, you recite 33 times. Subhanallah, 33 times Alhamdulillah, 34 times Allahu Akbar. This cannot be surpassed. But after a while they came back that the others learned this also. Then Nabi Islam said to them, Zalika Fadlullah Yu'tihi Mayyasha. So Allah Ta'ala's grace, Allah Ta'ala blesses sometimes a person with some ni'mad and blesses somebody with a different ni'mad. Sometimes we see something that is more obvious that somebody else has, more apparent, more glaring. But we forget about the numerous bounties that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, which might not be so apparent, but sometimes far greater than something else somebody has, else has. So the thing is that nevertheless, we need to try and do the best we can in terms of the amal. So one is, this is the background to this tasbih that we recite, so at least 10 times after every salah, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq 33 times, 34 times. The very important aspect again, together with this, one is a person is reciting these kalimat. So he is repeating these kalimat on his tongue, it's there, but his heart is not there. So his heart is not in conformance to his tongue, his heart is busy in something else, and his tongue is reciting these kalimat, these words. So even that is not devoid of benefits. That too is a very great favor of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala allowed that tongue to be engaged in his remembrance. That too is something deserving of shukr. But it is obvious that that zikr where the tongue alone was engaged in zikr and not the heart, it cannot compare to the rank of that zikr where the heart was also engaged in it. But the heart and tongue were in conformity. The difference between these two levels is beyond our imagination. And after all, this is what is the purpose of this verbal zikr. While this is itself matloob, required, but it's meant to bring the heart alive, make the heart conscious. So every effort should be made to put the heart into it, to also be having the heart conscious of what one is reciting. Among the things that will help to bring this consciousness is to ponder over what one is reciting. One is just to be conscious of the recitation, but to ponder over what one is reciting. So this will enhance it tremendously. In terms of the tasbihat that we recite, Subhanallah. So Subhanallah, this is expressing the purity of Allah Ta'ala from every defect and blemish. Subhanallah, Allah is free from every defect and blemish. Any deficiency, any weakness, Allah Ta'ala is pure from it all. So this is the expression, subhanallah, that Allah Ta'ala is free of any weakness, deficiency, fault, anything. So we are glorifying Allah Ta'ala. 
So now to ponder over this. Allah Ta'ala is pure, Allah Ta'ala is beyond all this. Allah Ta'ala is free from any fault, any deficiency, any weakness. That is a reality whether we express it or not. If the whole world, nobody makes any tasbih, then to Allah Ta'ala is totally pure of any fault and deficiency and weakness. So by us reciting the tasbih doesn't elevate Allah Ta'ala in any way. It doesn't increase Allah Ta'ala in any way. Allah Ta'ala is who He is. But by reciting this tasbih and glorifying Allah Ta'ala and to the extent we will do it consciously, the benefit of this will come to us. Allah will purify us by virtue of the tasbih. So this is the consciousness of which that this is a means of my purification. This is purifying my heart. So subhanallah. And then alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala. So one is we just rattle it off. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So even that too, the tongue is engaged in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, that too is Allah Ta'ala's favor. Sometimes a person is at different occasions involved in some verbal zikr, but he doesn't even remain conscious of it. But that too, at least the tongue has become accustomed to taking the name of Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise, many a person, the tongue, even in his, in his midst of his work, or whatever else, he is busy saying things and singing things which are displeasing Allah Ta'ala. So, this is Allah Ta'ala's favor that the tongue is at least in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance. It has become accustomed to taking the name of Allah Ta'ala. And if the tongue is currently in the name of, in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, inshallah there is hope that sooner or later the heart will join it. But if the tongue also is not engaged, where the heart is going to join? So, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala. Now, repeatedly, daily, after every salah, a person is reaffirming this. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone. Alhamdulillah. That laam gives a very specific meaning. All praise is due to Allah Ta'ala alone. Now when a person is consciously reciting this and embedding this deep down in his heart, then this is the ilaj, it's the remedy to the I. I, me, that a person thinks of himself. I am the one who has done this and I can do this. And I am deserving of this acknowledgement and praise that I specialist. This is an ilaj, it's a remedy for that. That a person is consciously reminded, I am nobody. All praise is due to Allah alone. I am nothing. What am I? Who am I? We are nothing. We are not capable of anything. If Allah Ta'ala doesn't grant us that ability and it's not with His will and permission, we are unable to do a single thing, lift one finger, say one word, totally nothing. So now to become conscious of this. So if this becomes deeply embedded in the heart that I am nobody, I am nothing, all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala, then this severe cancer of pride, of conceit, thinking good of oneself, and in pride together with that looking down upon others, and all these various cancers of the heart, very severe cancers, that really bring a person down. Despite so many good things that sometimes we might end up doing, Allah forbid these things creep in the heart, it drops a person 
After all, what dropped Shaitan? It was his pride. Ana, I, khalaqtani min nar wa khalaqtahu min teen. I, I am something. I am created from fire. You created me from fire. Fire rises, I. That I, that I killed him. Made him become accursed. So, this I has to come out. And this ilaj, this is this tasbih every day after every salah very consciously, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah and then Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allah is the greatest and the whole day we are in dunya and getting impacted with dunya and taking effect from dunya seeing something fancy that is catching our heart seeing something very big, some high building that catches our heart some shiny car that catches our heart some smart gadget that fascinates us and something technology that grabs our attention and everything is impacting on the heart dunya, dunya, all the time dunya that dunya is now knocking at our heart all the time and then the greatness of the dunya starts settling in then now we are overhearing somebody's talk somebody's talking six figures and somebody else is talking eight figures now our minds start running in all this dunya all the time so now this dunya, the greatness of dunya must come out. The dunya can be in the hands, halal, what is Allah Ta'ala's blessing by all means. But that dunya comes in the heart, that's going to sink it. So now to remove this and bring the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. So one is just rattling it off, but reciting it consciously. Reciting it in a way that we are pondering over what we are reciting and the impact that this is having on the heart the greatness of Allah Ta'ala is settling in the heart this, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah alone I am nobody, I am nothing so this will enhance it tremendously the benefit of it will be very much greater and as mentioned this is an ilaj and a remedy to so many very major diseases of the heart so this is something to be done in this manner we should try to keep ourselves conscious of it at least after every salah ten times each how long does it take to recite this kalimat 10 times? Allah Ta'ala gives topic, we recite it 33 times, 34 times. After Fajr Asr, we are reciting it in that manner. That too sometimes. One is the person, there's something really urgent. But otherwise, it hardly takes any time to just spare that two minutes. For the two minutes, there's so much to be achieved. Allah Ta'ala gives us the topic, inshallah. The ma'amulat that we generally revise as a practice, so that we continue with this after etikaf as well the morning and evening du'as, there are many morning and evening du'as but just two or three of them that we generally recite and practice so that we become accustomed to it, this becomes part of our daily routine morning and evening, though we generally recite them in the morning here but morning and evening these are some of the awrad and wazayif, some of the recitations that we should try and keep up with first one is the Hadith Sharif Hazrat Maqil ibn Yasar radiallahu ta'ala an he relates the hadith that Rasulullah sallallahu said the person who recites the last three ayat of suratul hashr together with a'udhu billahi sami'il alim in a shaitanir rajim three times at the beginning and then the last three ayat of suratul hashr 70,000 angels are appointed to make dua maghfirat for him this is such a tremendous thing he used to say that till I haven't appointed 70,000 angels on duty 
and put them on duty to make istighfar for me, I don't start off anything of the day. So now this was a way of expressing it to encourage that, look, this is oh, such a simple method of putting 70,000 angels in duty to make istighfar for us. The istighfar of the malaika, subhanallah. So this is something to start doing, if you're not doing it yet, it just requires a little bit of attention, a little bit of consciousness at the time that it is done and we gain this tremendously great benefit. Further mention in the same hadith, if he passes away on that day, Mata Shahidan, he gets the rank of a Shaheed. So these might sound like very simple things and such great rewards, but Allah Ta'ala's khazana and treasures are boundless. Allah Ta'ala is willing to give us, are we willing to take? But this must be very well understood, as some commentators of hadith have mentioned, that these very great virtues that have been mentioned for even simple amal. Ibn Battal rahimahullah, this is something that he has stated specifically, that this is for the person who conducts himself in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. His faraiz, his wajibat, his fulfilling, his staying away from sin. Allah forbid he make, makes a mistake by chance, he makes toba immediately. This is the person for whom these great virtues are. It is not that a person he is neglectful of the other aspects and he just feels now I will do these few things, everything will come right for me. This is on the foundation of taqwa. That he's living his life with taqwa. This is built on that foundation. So inshallah we will decide this now. The three times Auzubillah Sameel Ali Mina Shaitan Rajim and the last three ayat of Surah Al Hashr. Auzu Billah Sameel Al Ali Mina Shaitan Rajim. أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة هو الرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم Second aspect is Abdullah bin Khubayb رضي الله تعالى He reports the Hadith Sharif which is related in Mishkat Sharif etc. That once we came out it was a very dark night and raining and we came out in search of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم So eventually I found him and as soon as I found Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, Qul, say. So I asked, say what? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then went on to explain, Qul, recite, Qul huallahu ahad, and Qul a'udhu rabbil falak, and Qul a'udhu rabbil nas, three times each with Bismillah, morning and evening, and then the virtue was mentioned, takfika min kulli shay. This will suffice for you from everything. Now, everything what? So one of the explanations means kulli shar, all evils, things that people are very much in difficulty sometimes with jinn and jadu etc. This is the most effective remedies, what has come directly from Rasulullah Nothing can match this or come even near it. Everything else which is within the limits of shariat, which may be prescribed by somebody is all in its place and if it's within the limits of Sharia, there's no harm in practicing on it but all that comes after what is sabit from Sunnah 
what Rasulullah himself has taught, sometimes this is neglected completely. And other wazaif are practiced on, that is not the correct method and procedure. Correct procedure is that the masnoon amal must never be neglected. Together with that, somebody has prescribed something specific for someone, by all means. But this is at the top of the list. Whatever has come directly from the sunnah, from Rasulullah himself. So the recitation of these three surahs, three times each, morning and evening, this becomes a means of protection from all these issues. Again, the same aspect that was mentioned earlier, Ibn Battal rahimahullah, that all this is on the foundation of taqwa. The benefit of this comes when it's done and it's built on the foundation of taqwa. So three times we will recite these surahs. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. من شر النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق من شر غاسق إذا وقضه من شر النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق من شر غاسق إذا وقضه من شر النفاثات في العقد من شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شرف الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شرف الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شرف الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس. Third aspect is what Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu has reported that the person who recites حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم seven times morning and evening كفاه الله ما أهمه من أمر الدنيا والآخرة. Allah Taala will take care of all his concerns of dunya and akhirat. What is left then for us to worry about? But again, without ever forgetting this, that all this is combined with the aspect of conducting ourselves in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, externally, internally, all this is part of it, and this is the foundation of it. Hasbi Allahu la ilaha illahu alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim. Hasbi Allahu la ilaha illahu alayhi tawakkaltu wa huwa rabbul arshil azim. حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم سبحان الله بحمده سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد ان لا اله الا انت نستغفرك ونتوب اليك